0: It's Avila's Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network Maddie and Wing with you here. Talked to the Randy Whitehouse earlier which was nice cuz it's Randy's day off and he still talked to us. So pretty good. Nice that was, guy. That was good for him considering I didn't call him yesterday cuz you know I just didn't. I didn't even realize till the end of the show and Wing's like, "Hey, how's Whitehouse doing?" I'm He's like, a, "Hey, I don't uh, I don't know. I, I, I we
1: didn't know. talk to him today." I don't know. I was a little, <laughs>
0: little confused yesterday. I was a little thrown off by the events over the weekend. Kelly Oaks joins us now. He had a nice article in the uh, Sun Journal which uh, you read on Monday and uh, I know Randy talked a, a little bit about this cuz we had another uh, a four, another 40 run baseball game uh, yesterday as was Cassett fell 40 to nothing. So uh, Well,
2: they had lost 33 to nothing uh, in in one of the games that inspired the columns. So I guess that's what 73 to nothing in their first two MVC games. So why did a Why did Boothbay and Wisconsin not have a co-op team this year? If they were, you know, if you, if your numbers or that if your numbers and talent level are that bad, maybe you need to explore that when you're that close together. I don't know. Um, that's just one of the many issues that I tried to cover in that in that piece. Uh, not the least of which, though, and I think the most important one is stop blaming the coach of the winning team of these games. Just stop. I mean, I and it happens in every sport, but especially baseball, how are you gonna run it up in baseball? I mean, baseball, it is incumbent on the other team to get you out. I mean, you're not you, you can't you can't throw down you can't put up three pointers in baseball unless there's guys on base. you know <laughs> I mean you've gotta you gotta do your 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 part and uh, I, I just I, I think all the all the coaches in question in these games have done everything they can. Uh, within their power to minimize the damage. I know, I know Palmer. I've known him for a long time. There's no way he wants to beat anybody 43 to 1. I also know he probably could have won that game 75 to nothing if he'd really wanted to. I hope and he- uh, it, there's just no, uh, there, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do when the other team walks you 35 times. You huh. know, you could tell your kids to swing at a, a, a certain, you know, pitches that are a little bit outside the zone, but then you're doing a disservice to them because you only play a 16 game season, okay? And baseball is a game of repetition, good habits, and bad habits. And if you're teaching bad habits to minimize the damage against an overmatched opponent, what's going to happen a week later when you play someone that's on your level? You're going to be swinging at bad pitches because it's, just, it's, it's stamped on your brain. Uh, there's, there's, it's not the kind of game you can, you can manage that way. And I think people need to be cognizant of that before they get on on, on social media. Says, there's no excuse for that, and that coach should be embarrassed. And you know, it's, 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 you know, that should never happen. Well, you weren't there most of the time when you're saying that. So, um, just uh, an unfortunate situation. But uh, if you're going to be mad at somebody, be mad at the people that make the schedule and allow uh, Derrigo to play Booth Bay or Halldale to play with or, or or any any such thing. Uh, there's there's ways around this, and the state needs to get more serious about it because we've seen it in every sport uh, with the population moving around the way it does, uh, with uh, you know a lot a lot fewer kids in a lot of districts. Uh, a lot of sports are suffering, and none more than baseball, which you would think it wouldn't be that hard to get nine guys, but in this day and age, baseball doesn't attract. Uh, the, doesn't have the cachet it used to as far as the participation level of it, and uh, it's tough to get nine guys in a school of two hundred kids, and uh, they may not, <laughs> they may not be capable of doing more than going out there and getting beat thirty-three to nothing. We just we just don't know. So I mean, there's, there's got to be a way to play teams that are on your level, uh, to evaluate the schedule on an annual basis, and make sure that those games aren't happening.
0: Talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky. Of course, you can read his columns every other Monday in the Sun Journal. By the way, before you uh, say that, uh, Coach, I just wanted to say to Callie, I really hope that that uh, that Palmer had his team run a lap for allowing one run to Booth Bay, I think <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I'd like to know when the run happened. I mean, because uh, because that's significant. Probably in the, probably in the last inning. You know, whatever. You know, do they play do they have to play five in baseball? I know down yes. here in softball the game can actually be shortened to three innings if you're up by fifteen runs or more.
1: We we uh, talked we talked to Palmer yesterday and he said that he asked the officials, uh, what if we let Booth Bay come up and have just bat and have nine outs, you know, stay right <laughs> up there and until we get nine outs and then it'll be an official game. The officials said no, we need to play
2: five innings. Yeah, well that I
1: So he then you know, I guess
2: that that I guess that's the deal. You gotta play five if you're if you're the away team or four and a half if you're yeah, home and uh,
1: That that's the mercy rule, you know, five innings. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. And I mean that, there could be some adaptations to that. I don't know uh I don't know how that works. I don't know what
1: they are uh, what they are though, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I mean I I just think you gotta you got to look at other things. If you don't want games like this to happen, you got to look at other things besides the. You know, I'm tired of it always being on the winning coach, and the same things happens happen with football. What's that rule? I assume they still have that rule in Connecticut where your coach gets suspended if you win a game by more than 50 points. I mean, well, I, you could you could score 50 points in the first quarter. Absolutely, I've done it. And, and, and you you, you try mean to. not to score after that. Still, Absolutely, still do it
1: Boy, everybody. I mean, Never throw a pass. I've done all those things.
2: You, you, you do what you can do to manage the yeah. score, but I don't think you can put – you can't put a, an arbitrary number and say you can't pass this number. Sure. You know, and you can't judge every game. You know, we had a game down here where Scott County basketball in the playoffs beat a team by 78. And there's people that were around the – you know, Dan Shaughnessy who, you know, would write a column, oh, it should never happen, the coach should be embarrassed – you know, if it happened in Boston, because that's what he does. Uh, but <laughs> I was at the game, okay? He played his starters for a half. He played his JVs the entire second half. They used running time. The JVs still beat the other team's starters by 20. You know, you can't tell your JV players not to
1: try. No, absolutely you know, not. When, it,
2: when we get to the point of telling kids to intentionally fail for the sake of other kids' feelings, we have killed sports. We, that's just not what sports were intended to be. It teaches the wrong lessons. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't care what year this is. Uh, your feelings are never more important than uh, the structure and the discipline and the, uh, the the idea that you've got to handle winning and losing <coughs> with grace. And I th- I trust most of the coaches I dealt with in Maine. I trust to manage that situation. You know, I think of what I think of the movie The Rivals. Okay. Where Hayward uh, is coaching Mountain Valley against Green and Gloucester, and they're 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 killing them. Okay, it's like early in the it's late in the first quarter. and Players are saying, Coach, can I get in? Can I do this? Can we? Can we? And he's like, No, right now I'm cheering for New and Gloucester. And I think that was the idea. most of the coaches I knew up there. That was their attitude. You know, they they were they were going to try to help the, the situation as much as possible without ruining the fabric of the game. And, and Palmer is certainly that kind of guy. And, uh, you know, I, I, just, I just think it's, it's best left to, uh, you know, their good judgment. And uh, we're going to have times where there's going to be scores that go, wow, that's, that's ugly. But uh, there are bigger issues. There are much bigger issues than uh, what was done during the game. I think we need to examine that.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I was going to say before. Um, you know, you go into coaching – um, sure, you love the sport, but you like kids. Yeah. and you I know that those coaches have in the back of their mind save the grace of God, we're there. you know right. my three best players move away in the summer and we're, we're down on the end of the score mm-hmm. and nobody wants to be there. So I, I think there's an empathy with all coaches that you you, you know you're not going to tell your kids not to not to play hard but you're sure not going to try to keep doing things, you know. Palmer told us, you know, I told my kids, expand the strike zone when you're at bat, but don't swing at crazy pitches in the dirt and whatever, and no more stealing. Yeah. No more bunting. Yeah, no more... You
2: play 90, 90 feet at a time, yeah. you know. Just Got to you know, get a hit if, put, if you want you know, to move. Ball's yep. in the gap, just stop at first if you want to. I don't care. I mean, but, uh, you know, within reason. I, I think, I don't think you need to... I don't think you need to shortchange yourself that much, but yeah, don't run on wild pitches and pass balls. Don't swing, you know. Don't swing over your head, but swing, you know. Swing. And, you know, swing, you, sw- swing liberally.
1: You could make the case, let's say in basketball or football, uh, you know, I, I we've all done this where you take your starters out at halftime. But you know, if if you're going to be a playoff team, at some point in time, you're doing them a little yep. bit of a disservice because exactly. at some point they need to be able to play the whole way. Uh, yeah. Or they're going to get tired in a big game, so it's always a dilemma. And
2: exactly, we, you're, we, you have to worry about your team yeah. above all else. I mean, your job description is—you know—we want to be successful. We want to—we want to get you know as far as we can in the playoffs. Well, if you're up by seventy in a in a first round playoff game, okay, yeah, you don't want to rub it in. Or if you, let's say you're up by forty at the half. But by the same token, you know, you got to play another game in a day or two, and those guys, you know. Those guys have to be in a rhythm of some sort, and uh, you can get out of you can get out of that rhythm real quick. Well, and I uh, think and develop bad habits real quick.
1: When we were talking to Randy, he brought up a really good point too about you know in football we tend to put our young kids in. Well, the other coach is also trying to develop his team, even though he's getting waxed that on that particular game. Sometimes he leaves his starters in. Yeah, and you so you got do seniors seniors playing against freshmen or maybe a young really young sophomore. That's not good. I mean, that's one of the reasons I've always liked the the developmental league versus somebody yeah. playing a JV schedule with their older kids. No, let them play against other kids who are developing that are seniors. You know that kind and of thing.
2: And that's the situation where baseball is different. You can't really wave the white flag in baseball. Okay? Yeah. You've got to keep throwing pitches. You, there's. By and large, you've got your nine kids. I, mean, I, I don't know what Derrigo's situation is this year, but last I knew, they didn't have much of a JV program. I guess they've got a self-finance one this year. Um, but well, he only had like 16
0: can, kids come out for the program this year because a lot yeah, of kids didn't realize that they were going to have that option this
2: it's year. It's not like he can sub willy-nilly. And, and no, that's and right. Just, but, but in other sports, yeah, I, I and I've kind of always felt it, whether it's basketball, football, some of those other sports where uh, you know, I, th- I think it's on the losing coach. If the losing coach wants to wave the white flag and put in some subs, then I think as the winning coach, you you reciprocate because if you don't leave it that way, if you put it the other way around, uh, you know what Wayne's saying is exactly what's gonna what's gonna happen. You're gonna you're gonna have to answer for getting some of your freshmen hurt by the other team's starters because you know. Yeah, and I've seen it before. It's fifty-eight, nothing. Well, that team doesn't want to get shut out, so he leaves his first offense in there, and you know, against like you say, JB's and freshmen. It's just not at that. Then it becomes a safety issue. So everybody's worried about the safety of the team is getting beat, but I think it goes both ways.
0: Talking with Cali Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky, also in the Sun Journal every other Monday there. anybody um by the way I I am not going to be going to the the Tennessee game. I like apparently some jerk somewhere decided to write in a preview, okay, that that would be quote the best place to have a Patriots fans get together. And I swear to God, every single solitary flight into or out of Nashville is no less than $500.
2: None why would they have chosen that one? I, I mean, I, I guess. It, it mean, it's it's what it's on Veterans Day. It's 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 going to be fairly decent weather. Hopefully, it could be a flex game. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. It's scheduled for one o'clock, but it could be could end up being eight thirty. Could end
0: uh, at the very least. It could be a four, right?
2: Right. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know who would have who would have uh, done that. Uh, it seems like there's plenty of other options options for that but uh you know i guess in theory it could be a, a pretty important game the afc at that point uh, so yeah maybe well we'll uh, see
0: what happens if the if the titans are terrible maybe you know maybe nobody comes down but i'd like to see patriots fans grow. i might just go see the 49ers play somewhere like maybe it'll just be easier for me to go see the 49ers play G-E-G. somewhere it yeah. might be cheaper for me to fly to san francisco and watch them play <laughs> than it
2: would be I, for I would, me to go to nashville guaranteed you book it now i would, I would say uh, you know you've got to pick your spots with with any of the Boston teams you've got to pick your spots on the road because uh, they have a following everywhere. Um, I've, I've encountered as many Red Sox fans down here as I have Cincinnati Sox right. fans, uh, some of that is because one team's good and one team sucks. But, <laughs> but I've, uh, I've certainly uh, certainly run into plenty of plenty of Boston Red Sox fans. My, my daughter's
1: uh, got a theory on that. She yeah, said there are so the many theory. colleges around the Boston area, yeah. and with so many students, and then they go back to wherever they came from, or when they move to. That's the first time whatever. a lot of these guys are even or people are even getting interested in baseball. Sure, and then just because just there's fear, and then all of a sudden, they, <laughs> then all of a sudden they, they're they, back. They
2: get, they, they get the fever when they go to Fenway. Or that's whatever,
1: right, and whatever. then they move back wherever, or they move to someplace out to get a job, and they're still fans. And so when that's the Red part, Sox come to town, the
2: other, and the other part of it is just yeah, as, as we know. People grow up in New England and then leave, <laughs> and they move to other warmer places. Well, they're
1: leaving Maine whether, like crazy. Whether, it, that whether it
2: be California or Florida, so then you see them—you see them at the Trop, or you see them at the, you know, the Angels, uh, or whatever they call the Angel Stadium. Well, oh,
1: at the Trop, there's more Red Sox fans. There are, right? Rays fans, no question. Right. It's right. almost that way in Baltimore too.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, almost, almost always, yeah. Uh, that's another and that's another popular place for uh, those fan get togethers, uh, over the over the years is uh, Camden Yard.
1: Well and then you can go to Washington DC on the way back and uh, oh, yeah, right,
2: it's a pretty good thing. Right. You get the get the whole the whole experience of going to going to Baltimore and D C.
0: Yeah, so yeah, that's uh that's a thing. Um <laughs> if you get to uh, does anyone no one down there cares about the Bruins, I assume. No one has come up nah, to you and not, said, Hey not, Callie, no, what do uh, you think about I, the bees?
2: Uh, all the Bruins chatter on my timeline is from y'all up uh, and yeah. Spain <laughs> last night, and uh, lamenting lamenting the lack of offense in the past uh, four games. Yes, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Doesn't anybody realize by now the regular season? Is there a more meaningless regular season anywhere than the NHL?
1: Oh, I know, is their
2: uh, playoffs are uh, fantastic? I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, really. <laughs> No, I mean, there's not. Uh, may- maybe the PGA Tour, you know, because anything but the majors, uh, you know, nobody really. But other than that, is there any, quote-unquote, regular season that means less than the NHL? know does anybody remember who won the President's Cup or whatever the hell they call it when you get the most points during the regular season? Uh, no, nobody National. cares unless they win the Cup.
1: <laughs> True. And... Actually, the team that wins the the Presidents' Cup usually does not win the Stanley Cup.
2: No, nine nine times out of ten or more. I mean, I, there it, it was a there was a string of years where it didn't happen. No. uh fairly recently. So, I mean,
1: even for the Bruins.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Bruins
1: won so, the, the uh, Presidents' Cup. I guess Cup.
2: they they uh they won it in a year where they I don't I don't <laughs> believe they had the best record, and then they, no. a year or two later they had the best record and pff, crapped out in the playoffs. So. Yeah. That's, that's, it's pretty typical. Well, this
1: one is I looking mean, a little dim. Boy, you, you don't want to be in a Game 7. Eh, boy,
2: it'll be exciting. No, I, but... it's, I mean, it's what I, fan, fans love it. There's nothing oh, better yeah. than a Game 7. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going be, to be stressful.
1: Well, we were saying Babcock is such a good coach. Uh, and we've forgotten. You know, I, Matt, we didn't, Matty and I didn't talk about this, but Austin Matthews is the number one pick in the draft. Anyway, you can go down, to. They've got five guys that were in the top three picks in any draft, not just for Toronto, for any draft. I mean, they were so bad you, for so long.
2: If you stink long enough, you'll, yeah. you'll get good. It's like I Philadelphia. Mean, I,
1: it's like Philadelphia <laughs> like 76ers. Trust the process. Trust yeah, the exactly. process. Trust
2: the process. I mean, now everybody's saying they're the favorite in the East. And yeah. like, well, Toronto like, got all I, those
1: people. That. Then they picked up Babcock. That's a nice combination.
2: Yeah. you know, and, He uh, can coach. It, it's uh, you know, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure it's you know, maybe the Cleveland Browns someday will catch up with that. Uh, By <laughs> that the theory. way, and if they if they pick Barkley and then uh, and then get a good quarterback at number four this year, they could be right in the mix uh, pretty soon. So maybe maybe they'll be there as well, and 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 the NFL will follow that pattern.
1: Because now the chatter is that they think the Browns want Mayfield. All right, I think that's all smoke screens. <sighs> right. I think
2: I think that's so Browns. Yeah, and, uh, and I just because he's got he's issues. Guy. He's got no, issues. I understand that he had the better college career. I understand he had a much better college career than than those other guys. But I, I, I just think all the, all the you know there is some. You know, I don't get obsessed with measurables, but I think they're an issue, and I think character is an issue there, too.
0: Talking with Cali Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic down in Kentucky. All right, so I, I proposed a to deal today because you know apparently Gronk is just into the vroom vroom.
2: I think at I this just point. saw that before my phone rang. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> Julio Jones unhappy with Atlanta. Gronk unhappy with New England. Let's just swap some picks. You know, let's trade I, a third for I, a second. I'm all
2: down with that. I'm you in. like that one? I, I'm
0: in. Okay. I think I it it gave the this is way better than the OBJ one. Oh yeah. Because yes. to me, you're actually yeah, getting a Julio guard.
2: Jones is a better receiver yeah. than OBJ, and he's I'll a like car- that nice character anybody. guy too. I like it.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So can we mark that, that I'm, down that, that, that you?
2: That 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 move I can accept.
0: Okay, so once again, and this is coming off the successful heels of me predicting yesterday at ten fourteen that Marcus Smart would play in Game Five tonight. And hey, what do you know? Um, <laughs> uh, so at this point, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think Gronk uh, Gronk and a couple picks get flip flopped over to Atlanta for Julio Jones uh, over the weekend over this weekend and then we're talking about it over the weekend. Let's just put that out there as wild crazy prediction Friday of the morning, NFL draft Friday number morning. 1. We'll be on fire yep, for that. Yeah.
2: We will be. Just say just say we told you so when it happens.
0: What's amazing is I'm going to play this during the Sports Flash and somebody's going to think that this actually happened and they're going to tell that to
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. their friends. <laughs> <be out> <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. It's we don't know what news. the picks are yet, this is, but we this, know. Yeah. This and we is don't it. know what the picks are, but we think Croc is going to get traded for Julio Jones. And <laughs> Cal- have told us. And Callie Oaks thinks it's a good idea, so it's yeah, not really okay. completely knock it down. it my, down. Make
2: it my it name, down. and I'll be right there with it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Callie
0: uh, Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic talking about. Uh, all things in the world of sports who even can i ask you a question i'm not a big race guy but i know you are who the hell even races anymore like who who that's is a, in the a cars sad, a
2: sad state of affairs really i mean and i've talked about this with people and you know we all we all can look at the stands and we can make excuses about weather and well they had to postpone the race till monday and whatever and there's just that's the that's the biggest problem you know I mentioned this the other day too it's not only name recognition okay but even the stars okay even Kyle Busch they showed a graphic he's won three races in a row and they showed him celebrating in victory lane they showed the three side by side he's wearing three different fire suits with three different sponsors now even the non race fans probably can tell you that Richard Petty was the STP car back in the day and Jeff Gordon was the DuPont car. Wasn't
0: Alan Kulwicki the Hooters
2: car? Hooters, <laughs> you got it. And, <laughs> Thank you. And Dale Earnhardt was Wrangler for a while. Davey Allison was, was Texaco. Okay. You know, yeah, you knew, you knew what sponsor, what color, what scheme. You followed your guy. You could buy one T-shirt and one hat, and that was plenty. Okay, now... From week to week, unless you're a super fan, you can look out in the track and see who the heck is in that car. I, I I'm asking Steven all the time, who is this so and so? And then you look at that graphic they put on the board. There's guys in the top ten, top twenty. I'm like, who is that? Guy? I mean, and, I, and yeah, I know because I follow the the feeder system enough. But they've had a real mass exodus of of stars the past couple of years to the point where it almost seemed like it was staged it almost seemed like in a lot of cases they were forced out and now you see like i just saw an announcement yesterday matt kenseth might be coming back and racing some races for roush fenway racing and he was a guy that kind of got phased out of his ride and then uh, mysteriously nobody was offering him you know you can't tell me some of these guys that nobody's ever heard of and some of these low-budget teams are you know a b- better option that Matt Kenseth, or that the sponsors would not rather have him in it. I I almost feel like NASCAR kind of forced some of these guys out. Some of these okay. guys overcorrected, trying to sell uh, sell this younger uh, this younger group, and they they're just not they're just not up to the task yet. There's no brand identity with them. Uh, it's one of NASCAR's many problems. I think like every, like anything else in society, uh, the 80s and 90s. For the most part, were a boom, and uh, and then uh, they 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 flooded the market with a lot in you know, a lot of places. They put a lot of, they built a lot of new tracks that had an extraordinary number of seats. If you look at Kentucky Speedway, they were one that kind of fit that profile. Uh, even now, they've taken they've torn down about 20,000, 30,000 seats a uh, big section on each end of the grandstand, and now the, it looks better on TV. You know, it looks like uh, the place is, is nearly full when they race, but uh, a lot of these places, Bristol, is a 160,000-seat stadium in the middle of nowhere. I mean, he, and, you know, yeah, you know, it was full for both races for, for so many years, but now it just looks pathetic on TV, and uh, they've got some issues they got to deal with, and they've got, uh, I think most NASCAR fans... Tend to agree. Poor leadership right now. I think it's uh, you know, Brian France is the. It's a generational thing. He's kind of like the Tommy Boy of NASCAR. He's inherited. <laughs> he's inherited this giant uh, corporation that he's not really capable of, of dealing with, and it, it's just uh, it's a mess right now. Uh, they, they need some. Uh, they need to evaluate some things, and I think they they've kind of been in denial for a while.
0: Callie Oaks joins us each and every Tuesday. This Tuesday was no different, my friend. Thank you very much. I'll uh, I'll Appreciate let you it, guys. get at it. You must have what track meet today?
2: Probably. Track meet. It's raining, so the track meet's about the only thing that's probably going to go on. Uh, and Then baseball, softball pick up the rest of the week, and uh, it's uh, getting to the midpoint of the season here. Softball team's fifteen and one. Just beat the beat the number one team in Alabama and the number seven team in the country, twelve to two the other night. So uh, good good things going on for the Lady Cardinals.
0: Fantastic. Good stuff. <laughs> well, we'll get the update on them next week, see how they're doing.
2: You certainly will. All right, man. Talk Take to care, you then. Care, Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yeah, Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky here on the Bealist Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Of course, you can catch them in the Sun-Journal every other Monday.